Okay, hi, uh, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with uh, me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister. Hi, Kicks. Hi. Happy Monday. Yeah. Happy Monday. <laughs> I know. Um, we have a lot going on in the podverse. Oh my god, we do. Yeah, a lot of exciting things, and yeah, it's 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 a good time to be a dumpster diva. I'll say, don't you think? Yes. Yeah, we have some big things coming this week. I don't know. We haven't really discussed when we're announcing it, but um, we are excited well, about this week's episodes and yes. can't wait to share. Yes. A week from today, we will be doing an episode uh, that is not related to Summer House or Bravo or anything. Um, we will be interviewing a kind of dream guest of both Kicks and Eyes. Uh, so we might allude to that later in the week who it is. It's um, Kelly Dodd. It's Kelly Dodd. <laughs> yeah we're actually we're we're patching in trump too for like a quick little chat with kelly dodd yeah we're, we're just we're just like monitoring the chat yes <laughs> no it's almost the opposite of kelly dodd yeah you yeah say? If, you, I, if i could think of the opposite <laughs> person i would say this is them mm-hmm. and i hope for it to kind of start like a new part of this show which is like talking with people about their journeys on reality television, you know, because mm-hmm. we re- haven't really had anyone that's been on, you know, I guess we, we had, had Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Who else? Is there anyone else? Am I forgetting someone big mm-hmm. who's been on reality television? I don't think so. Monty. <laughs> For an episode. Ma- <laughs> what a great, what a great transition too. Cause we have an episode with Monty today. Yes. Um, so before we bring Monty into chat, all things summer house, and we're going to actually touch on New Jersey a little bit. Cause we didn't get to talk that with Jess. Um, we just wanted to once again, show our love uh, to all of our listeners for supporting. We continue to get new reviews and, on uh, the Apple Podcast app, which is fabulous. And once again, five star reviews, we'll read them on the pod and send you love for all all of your support of us and this uh, passion project of ours kicks. You and if say you are a Spotify podcast person, please hit follow. Um, mm-hmm. It is the same as. Yeah. It's the same as subscribing. And, and yeah. 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 It just build like we can like, I, from my understanding is like people listening to it is not as important as like people like writing about it or, you know, subscribing. But you should listen. Well, Yeah. I mean, they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> they're listening. Right, right now. yeah. <laughs> um, no, so this review comes from uh, KG13 Sooner, which I'm trying to, I don't, okay, so the review does not sound like someone you, we know, okay. but I was thinking, is that an Oklahoma person? Yeah. You would think, right? OU person, but I well, don't know. OU, really... I know, but do you don't know, yeah, do no, you know any OU mm-mm. people? Not really. Um. So they say, so KG13 Sooner says, siblings talk the best tea. Five stars. Um, I love this brother-sister combo of trash talkers. My brother and I could talk for hours about this, for hours, but this is more entertaining and he doesn't watch Bravo. Though I was shocked <laughs> when you, <laughs> wait, this is funny. Though I was shocked when you asked how people watched old shows back in the day without streaming. It's called reruns. Okay, first of all, we know what reruns are. We're just saying like, you never know when you can hop in. Like, like you don't, you can't intentionally hop into the episode that you picked up at. Right. Like you have to like, either when like you get home, when you Right. When you get home from church and you, the America's Next Top Model um, marathon's on, you just hope that you're starting with an episode that you haven't seen yet. 
Or at least from the beginning. You're not like start. Right. You didn't miss like one through five. So, so okay. Sooner. Boomer sooner. Stop. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, and you uh, you both give great perspective on the shows you review, you review and bring on great guests. Oh, and Bobby was my fave guest too. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone comes for us about the Bobby that we interviewed yeah. on this show. Hey, first of all, KG13 Sooner is is funny. I like them yeah, a lot. Me too. And second of all, you know, maybe it was a fever dream. Maybe we did interview a Bobby and we just like completely forgot about it. I don't know. Hmm. If, if you're wondering what we're talking about, please go back and listen to last episode yes. where we read a review <laughs> or last Monday's episode where we read a review about a mystery guest, Bobby. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but we, uh, have an exciting episode today with Moni of Mixing with Moni. She's coming back on the pod to dish with us on all things Summer House and New Jersey and, um, probably other things, you know, uh, and we'll be back in one second with her. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. And we are back, uh, with the face, the voice, the body. Uh, of mixing with Monty. That that's a, that's a fun little tagline I just came up for you. Are you kidding? Um, and, I'm stealing it right now. <laughs> and, and you know Monty. She's been on the podcast before. If you're not listening to Mixing with Monty, what are you doing? It's one of the hit Bravo podcasts out there. Follow her Patreon, all those things. Monty, hi, how are you? I'm so good. How are y'all? Good. Thanks for good. coming in. I know this is like last minute and scheduling and everything, but thanks for popping in to chat with us today. No, I'm so excited. I love it here. Um, yes. Welcome back to the dumpster. Yay. I love the dumpster. I mean, what are we all doing other than talking about trash anyway? So what exactly. better place than at the home? Now, Monty, I have a question for you. We were talking about this before uh, you hopped on here. <laughs> oh now, ha- have we seen this clip going around about the double homicide at Jocelyn's Cabaret? The show, have you seen this going around? Yes, this video? of course. Okay, so I'm <laughs> trying to... <laughs> figure out if I want to make the financial commitment to Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never watched anything on there. Are you familiar with any of their programming? Um, yes, because me and Raven from at mainly Bravo's favorite clip ever <laughs> comes from, um, black China, former Beyonce slash girlfriend of Rob Kardashian embezzled is from her show on Zeus. And I'm really really invested into that show because of that scene that scene's mm-hmm. changed my life and for that to come <laughs> out of Zeus and now double homicide to come out of Zeus it's like it, it's looking like it's giving me Atlanta 2000s and 10s it's giving yeah. me most, most gifable <laughs> memeable moments things that are just like the best clickbait you've ever seen in your life and I'm very appreciative well, I might be adding Zeus to my monthly um, subscription <laughs> problem I have because Absolutely for those, okay, so for those that Can, don't know. Okay, all I ask is that we do not give me another show to co- watch in a week because we, I can hardly kids, get it with We're three. not going to cover <laughs> Jocelyn's Cabaret on the show, okay? So but for those that don't know, and I didn't know until a couple of days ago what Jocelyn's Cabaret was, but Jocelyn was on Love & Hip Hop. Um, which one? Do you know? Atlanta. The best. Atlanta. Yeah, she's okay. a treasure. Which I've never watched Love and Hip Hop, and I want to. And I, people have, t- I tried to get into New York, and then I couldn't get into it. And then I've heard Atlanta's good. And I, I don't know. Yes. I, I do need to give it a try. I would say Atlanta um, and uh, Miami are the best 
for okay. all the things that we love. I mean, Atlanta, if you love any other show that's taped in Atlanta, then you will love it. Yeah. It's the same yeah. group of people. Okay, well, on <laughs> right. on Miami, I'm obsessed with um, Amara La Negra. Oh, she's, she's Miami. so beautiful. She's great. Uh, yeah, she's, she's so Miami. Funny, hard to look at she's straight on, stunning. honestly. Stunning, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so... So Jocelyn was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and she has this show where she's putting together a cabaret like at a strip club. Yes. And so she's going to different locations. Yep. So season one was Jocelyn's Cabaret Miami and I assume she put together a little girl gang there and then this is Jocelyn's Cabaret Atlanta. Now the preview for the show there is a moment where this girl's crying Mm -hmm. and she's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I just had an abortion. It was twins. And a girl behind her goes, double homicide. (laughs) It's one of the craziest, like, okay. So my journey with this clip was through pet shop boy because he posted on his um, story why is double homicide trending on Twitter? <laughs> it makes me laugh. And then two hours later, found out why. And um, so, yes, I watched that clip and I, I gasped yes, when I heard my that. My mouth was on the floor because <laughs> she says it in such a way of like, she genuinely, it wasn't even like she was shaming her. This is just like how no. she thought. She was like, Mm, yes. Double homicide. And I was like, no, wait, back up. <laughs> it's awful. It's so but again, much. it's like it was the clip to include in the preview because I feel like more people will tune in now. Oh, absolutely. Because I mean, and and Zeus is known for having some very like viral moments. Tokyo Tony, Black China's mother, has a dating show for herself, not for China, but for herself. Um, as a um, a woman of a particular age and lived a a very difficult <laughs> Give life. Give me pause. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Okay. Black China's mom's in Tokyo Tony. Yes, she does have a stage name as well. Is she um, a stripper? She is not currently. No. Was was she? We do like not a... know for sure. In fact, okay. I'm asking. I'm asking because the name sounds like a stripper stage. So name. Black China was... actually used to strip maybe 10 minutes from my childhood home. So <laughs> when I found out where that was, I was like, oh, she was destined for greatness. That was a hard, it was a hard strip club and area to get out of. They have great chicken Alfredo. Um, I, at the club, at the strip club? At the Italian restaurant next door, Topolino's. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't judge you for going to the strip club to see her. I mean, I, okay, I or like. eat the chicken, uh, chicken Alfredo. I mean, I, I either was or. was absolutely a child, but I remember always driving to church <laughs> and passing said strip club. <laughs> so finding out that that's where she came from, I was like, this is really good news. I'm really happy for her. I think she's come very far. I'm, her and I have Bonnie, made it out of the so same environment. We're very, we're on our way. I'm learning so much right now. Okay. <laughs> Before we started recording, I also learned that Moni was 25. Well, not yet 25, turning 25, yes. which made she's, me feel yes. like, made me feel like truly like Joy Behar over here. <laughs> 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 I feel like Tokyo Tony over here. I mean, I do love Joy Behar, so I don't know. I don't that that would not be an insult to me. I love Joy. She's my no, favorite saying, on the show. Saying, I feel I feel old is what I'm She's saying. My favorite on the <laughs> um, Moni, what are your plans for your 
midlife or quarter life. Birthday. <laughs> not mid. Don't give the, don't mid. give her a midlife. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. So my fiance and two of my best friends they have like planned everything. I am allowed to know that there is a winery involved, and I always wanted to go to a winery and wear a floppy hat. And one of my bridesmaids sent me a floppy hat, so I think like one thing is checked off the list. And um, <laughs> I want to just sip wine around other people because I haven't seen other people. And now yeah. drinking wine, it's celebratory. When before I was just like keeping myself afloat, stay alive one more day. <laughs> yeah. like, that was pretty much my reasoning before. So now to do it with other people, friends that I, you know, it's a small group. It's like four of us. It's just mm-hmm. us. And, you know, me and my fiance just finished our two week quarantine after being fully vaccinated so literally i am not oh so you're all good congrats outings until my birthday and i'm going and we're doing winery hopping we're going from one to another and then brunch on the day after because i love brunch and i I love wine this sounds like the best weekend i've Mm -hmm. i've never really done the winery thing either like i've like gone Mm -hmm. to i've been to like a winery before but I've never like gotten to it's hop in a car so and like fun. go hop around different ones. Like, right. and I know that there's there's some really good ones um, just north of the city, um, mm-hmm. uh, north of New York, um, and I want to go. It feels yeah, like my so my fun. dream day. The, a key is to have a driver or like yes. do one that has like a bus that takes you yes, around. Yes, we do have a driver. There are other things involved. Like this charcuterie has been ordered. We're doing private mm. tastings and there's really great deals and stuff right now because they've been so impacted by COVID and they will bring mm-hmm. the charcuterie and all of the um like the other encouragements that you would want to eat to you on the lawns and stuff so that you don't have to you can social distance properly because it's, it's the best social distance activity you can do it's just land and grapes so just pick a spot (laughs) and eat and drink and be happy that sounds so fun well happy early birthday thank you i'm very excited i have not done i've never really been much of a birthday person but for some reason this year i'm turning into saucy schroeder i don't know what the hell is happening (laughs) that's also the first time i've said her name in over a year that i that is the very first time i've said her name i've been calling her name redacted pretty much since she had her name redacted from my life (laughs) <laughs> no but I, I think we're all going to be celebrating like that you know when we're all vaxxed yeah. and stuff it's exciting hell yeah turn up everybody Wait. go get find a bottomless yeah. brunch and i didn't just say mimosa i said bottomless brunch if you don't know what that is you should just mm. google it and make it yourself an appointment we have a lot of those in dc and i really <laughs> miss them wait Okay, so when you're going to the wine, what is like your favorite types of wine um so i am actually um i i every day pray that I do not become an alcoholic because I just don't have a preference. If it will do the job, I love it. Um, I love red (laughs) and white equally. I think my favorite kind of white is probably a Chardonnay. And my favorite kind of red is a mix, either a Merlot or a Cab Sav. But literally, if you pour it, I'll drink it. I won't ask any questions. Love it. Okay, great. Love love that. So I so over Christmas, uh, we talked about this on the pod once before, but for my mom's birthday, we did her favorite thing is potato chips. And for love her that. birthday, we did a potato chip wine pairing. And so we like Googled what, what chips go best with other wines. And so we it's found so like fun. all these things about where, what chips take, like what chips enhance wine taste and what wine enhances the taste of the chip and all that stuff. So something we found out, which I am not a Chardonnay person, but, um, Chardonnay pairs 
perfectly, impeccably with a sour cream and onion chip. I don't know if you care for sour cream and onion, but I do. I, care. Um, I love all chips. The, okay, so <laughs> I care so, for that. Yes. No, no, I want you to try it. <laughs> I want you to try it and text us because it really does taste so much better. The wine tastes better. The chip tastes better. It made me like Chardonnay. It's it, it, really interesting. That is awesome. I love that. I think that's the coolest idea I've ever heard. I've yes, never highly thought about recommend. that. But chips are great, yeah. and so is wine. And I like to eat wine and potato chips. So <laughs> same, I just thought about making it intentional. I just was doing it, you know? And there were actually some that were disgusting too, like the yeah. pairings that were really bad. I can't remember like which ones we didn't like, but we like laid out like um, a paper like placemat and you like wrote on the placemat like what you liked and what you didn't and all that stuff and what paired well. So D- sour cream and onion Chardonnay, do it. If Chardonnay is your favorite flavor, do that. Okay. I'm into that. I like it. Most yeah. people are very, I've always found it interesting that Chardonnay is such a divisive wine. People either absolutely love it or absolutely hate it. And there, uh, many times it's been like the temperature for them. Like it just, the, and the taste never gets better. It always tastes lukewarm, no matter what they do to it. Mm. And I'm like, that's so mm. interesting. I just drink it with a straw and then, you know, <laughs> it just all goes well. So I've never had much to say about it. <laughs> the oakiness to me tastes bad. Like it just doesn't taste really? right in my mouth. I it's don't, like I don't know why. I love the butteriness of it. Like my favorite brand of it is butter. Like, just get to the point. You know, very good advertising. Oh, there's a brand called Butter? Yes, Chardonnay. Butter Chardonnay. Yep. I okay. do every once in a while will like a nice Chardonnay, but... I think it tastes great with yeah. fish, and I'm not a huge fan of fish. So I'll always mm-hmm. drink it if I'm going to eat fish. If I'm going to be, like, healthy at a restaurant or something. I'm like, yeah, I'll get the salmon, even though I want this something else that's not that. Um, I'll end Chicken up going fingers. with a, a Chardonnay, because <laughs> it'll enhance the experience for me. If I'm buzzed... And healthy, fine, whatever. <laughs> Chardonnay is a worlds. is a housewife's drink, definitely. If you mm-hmm. want to get cast on a franchise, just say you love Chardonnay. I feel like I feel like you'd be a shoe in. Or like you know, <laughs> Ramona's Pinot Grigio, right. and and yeah. Sonia's Prosecco. I've never seen housewives have such like specific drinks, except for like New York. They are very specific about what they drink. Okay, I kind of yeah. get that though because we, I mean, Kix isn't in New York anymore, but I am, and we are very specific about what we drink in New York. Oh, I feel okay. Like, I feel like, don't you, I feel like everyone in New York has a, like, Their you drink. have a thing and that's your thing. I wonder what my thing would be. It depends on the day for me. Like some days I love an old fashioned. Like what am I, a 48 year old white man? Probably. But then other <laughs> days I'm a French 75. Like I've never lived in New Orleans, but sure, let's do it. And then other days I'm like, I don't know, whatever you suggest. Yeah, some days I like red wine pretty much period but every once in a while like when we go out went out i should say or yeah even have like TBT. i will go yeah i'll go through like a journey where i'll be like i'll start with like a cocktail and then i'll go to wine and then i'll go like back to cocktail and then i'll order like a tea and then <laughs> i wow. like sometimes like a full journey i love that i yeah, really you do, do. You, you, no, kicks literally. We went to happy hour. She was in the city a couple of weeks ago. Happy hour turned to like late night dinner, essentially. And she yeah, had it was like six hours. She long. was red wine, red wine, red wine. I love a it. A tequila drink oh. and no. then a hot tea. No, no, no. I went, I, no, red wine, red wine, red wine. <laughs> Aperol okay. spritz. What? Oh, yes. Aperol spritz, hot, a hot tea. tea. Okay. And then a tequila. And then on tequila. The rocks. <laughs> what? 
Okay, so you drink well, your okay. tequila on the rocks too? Kick, so do yes. I. Yes, I, people think we're nuts, right? How I like you it. get a lot yeah. of people no, thinking you that mean? you're like some kind of serial killer. I I've gotten that. Before. Well, Tom gets it because he likes things on the rocks as well. But like okay. my friends and stuff. On the rocks right now. But see, I think it's specifically tequila. People are like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I mean, what do you want me to do? I don't I like the taste is... of margaritas, but I love tequila." So I just thank you. It. I am the same way. I can't drink tequila, but I like the taste of mezcal. So I just have mezcal on the mm -hmm. rocks. I think yes, that that's so delicious. Also, okay, so we need to all go is, out and, is, and party. Got it. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, I would love it. But that is like the healthiest drink. It's just having tequila on ice. Yeah. If you're trying to go like full, like lowest cal, that'll get more bang for your buck. The tequila on the rocks has very yep. little to no sugar and is really not bad for you. I was gonna say my problem is that I could drink like five of them. Like yeah. it has to be, I can't yeah, because they dangerous. it goes down too easy. <laughs> yeah, same. I was I've said before I was actually taught to drink in high in college by um, some wonderful blonde sorority girls who taught me the importance of getting through happy hour. Um, like not overdoing your calorie intake because you need to space it out through the night. So what you do is they introduce me to the classic vodka soda with lime juice not like the like mm -hmm. the sweet lime juice but like real lime squeezed in it and they were like so this way you will get buzzed you will have fun and you can eat fries and I was like I really enjoy the all path things. you want me to go down and they were like yeah. <laughs> yes girl do this and I have not turned back since so I just wanted to say thank you to the ladies of Tri-Delta circa 2008. <laughs> Tri-Delta shout out um, wait, so we we should we should we should jump into our Bravo chat a little bit. Yay. So um, so we're gonna we'll start with um, New Jersey, uh, just kind of briefly touch on that, and then we'll jump into Summer House. So um, really, the big highlight of this episode of New Jersey was the my the new queen icon of my life, psychic Gina Marie. Oh, okay. So you enjoyed her. That's I good. I really liked her. She was because I so I believe in afterlife i believe in ghosts like mm -hmm. i very much believe in ghosts mm -hmm. because like mm -hmm. we've had some we've had some experiences at our childhood home with ghosts mm -hmm. um and we can go into i don't know if we want to go into all this because it's like a long story but essentially i had a very real like like experience with someone like with a ghost Mm -hmm. um yes. and i and as someone I who has experienced that to your magnitude you believe this woman also is communicating <laughs> well, with the same i, I didn't say no money i didn't say that <laughs> okay. but i'm I just saying I'm, I'm saying i believe i believe in ghosts but i don't okay. believe in and melissa melissa kind of said this was that she's like i don't she was like I don't know that I believe in psychics because like, mm. I don't want to learn about my future. And I agree with her on that. Maybe the one thing I've ever agreed with Melissa on, um, <laughs> is that I agree. I don't want to go to someone and tell me like, um, like I'm going to marry this person. I'm going to lose my job in five years or you know, things like that. I mean, I could do now, that with mash on the, on the paper. <laughs> yeah. We've all done that a million I can tell times. Tell you exactly what's going to happen next. And we yeah. have the same amount of validity. Yes, yeah, so I was surprised when it was so. It, I thought it was going to be more future stuff, but I was actually surprised when it was so like clairvoyant sort of stuff. I thought that was actually kind of cool. Um, mm -hmm. No, but I actually have a story about an oracle that I sat down with one time. Oh my gosh! Okay, okay. So, and 
Now, I don't know what the difference between an oracle and a psychic is. Does, does anyone here know? No. I think just fancy. Uh, maybe name. just fancy. So so my friend Dawn, she, for her birthday, we had like a, like a, girl, like a girl's sleepover night. It was her. She was like 20, 30, 31, something like that. And so we all had pajamas and she was like, well, I'm going to have my Oracle come over and give everyone readings while we're like playing games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that I, I feel like, I feel like that's like fun, like a fun thing to do. We, I mean, yeah, I'm hard. down, I'm down. She like pulled tarot cards and stuff. So we get there and we like are going one by one into the room. And the idea is that we all like sit and, and like do other things while people just go in. But what actually ended up happening was one by one, they'd go in and they'd come out and be like, tell us everything. What'd she say? Right. So, everyone's going in and they come out and she's, and everyone's like, well, I, um, I'm going to get married next year. Or like, I'm going to get a raise next year. And it's like, everyone's coming out just saying all these positive, positive things. And this one girl goes in and she comes out and we're like, Christy, like, how was it? And she like, looks like she's like on the verge of tears. Mm-hmm. And we're like, <laughs> we're like, is everything okay, Christy? And she's like, um, yeah, everything's okay. Um, she told me that, um, Starting next week, it's going to be the beginning of the worst five years of my entire life. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, okay, Christy. I was okay. like, wait, what's he doing? I was like, wait, what? No. Um. So she was wrecked emotionally, and she is now engaged. She got engaged this year, so so there was light at the end of the tunnel. For is it her. within the five but years now- that she got engaged? <laughs> Actually, maybe, honestly, it might, mm. might've been, no, it wasn't five years ago that we did that. So maybe a little less than that. But, um, <laughs> when I went into the Oracle, mm-hmm. the Oracle told me that I'm special. Okay. And what she said was that you're not like, <laughs> you're not like the other girls. <laughs> and she said, I said, <laughs> I said, what does that mean? Oh, she is on the money. Wait. <laughs> Wait. You're like, she that's said, crazy because I'm not a girl. That is right. fun. Good job. She says, you're not, she says, you're not like the other girls. You're one of us. And I say, what do you mean? She oh. says, you're you're an oracle. She said, you're an oracle. Okay. <laughs> now, I have never felt, once again, I said that I, you know, I've had like an experience with like a ghost, mm-hmm. but I've never like, I don't find to be someone who like predicts things, but she had her mindset on the fact that I um, was a clairvoyant and or Oracle. And have you since felt that come to fruition for you? No. I mean, there's certain things, (laughs) there's certain things where like, I'll be like, I think like I'm going to get Thai food tonight. And then I end up getting Thai food tonight. So like, that'll happen. But like, whoa, (laughs) that sounds nothing like a craving that you have agency (laughs) over fulfilling and everything like she was on the mo- okay right no so okay so but then my question to the two of y'all is like what do you think about like psychics and all stuff like that do you believe in it do you not where, where are you at i dig a medium i like a medium i used to watch this show monica the medium she's like based out of philadelphia or something or pittsburgh and she would like just randomly go up to people out and the bewilderedness on their face let me know they were not in on it because some of them would like shut down immediately like i actually want you to go the fuck away like can you please not tell me (laughs) that my mother is near i just lost her two years ago you need to leave me alone and she's like i need to tell you this and they're like um you're a lot i gotta go and they would like even when they got the reading they would still be like 
okay, bye. Like, and I'm like, oh no, these are strangers. Like these are strangers at a pizzeria minding their own business. So I'm into the idea of mediums. I do have a very high threshold for what I consider to be genuine and legit. Gina Marie mm-hmm. did not meet that threshold. She fell very, very, very <laughs> below it. And I was Oh my like, God, I loved her. I mean, she was fun to watch. Apparently she was yeah. also on Jersey Shore. And I was like, oh, well, she's making the rounds. Okay. Wait, really? Yep. I think the most, like That's recently, crazy. like the recent seasons, not the old seasons. So I'm like, Oh, like okay. the family reunion stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, so you just want to make your rounds. I get it. Okay. And you know what? Shout out to her because the New Jersey Housewives crowd is not really the Jersey family vacation reunion crowd. So yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she might go unnoticed, but over and she's looking to be on TV. She's been posting on Instagram. Catch me on this show, and I'm like, oh, so good for you. <laughs> Some of them, I'm just like, you could have googled this. Like even the producers okay, are pulling so, things for us, right? Okay, and so that's where I come in with my opinion. Because my opinion is this. So like the psychic stuff, I find there's a level of truth that you can tell pretty much anyone. And a lot of like your trajectory in life has to do with intention, period. And so if someone tells you that in the next year, you're going to get married, like you are like in the back of your mind, that's something that you've probably wanted mm-hmm. unless you're like 16, like, you know, <laughs> so there's a world where any it's similar to like the traditional like newspaper horoscopes. Mm-hmm. And as so, like I as someone who uses tarot and all those things, like it's always about like setting intentions and that's what brings things to fruition. Mm-hmm. I agree. So. With that. Yeah, so it's like there can be truth to pretty much anything. I mean, there's weird things like so for our mom when she was like in college, maybe high school. No, high school. It was high school. Yeah. High school. She went to a psychic and they were like, "You're going to marry a man that is from a town about cow, like named a town after named a cow. after a cow." Yeah named after a cow and she's like that's weird and it turns out she is married to a man our father mm-hmm. whose name who's from a town named after a cow but like that. okay well they're in they're in texas so it's it, it you couldn't can't miss it far away <laughs> so yeah there are a couple truth. towns named after cows yeah 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 there's <laughs> some weird towns in texas so yes i but medians fine. i think is interesting because it's never something like i personally have like I've never been to a median or medium. Not yeah. Median. <laughs> yeah, that's not a, not a highway median. <laughs> I was clearly I don't know. I but I would be down. I'm always down to like try stuff like that. I get medium. But yeah, Tom and I because grew I up in and feel like they're in tune with something and I do feel like presence of past people are very mm-hmm. strong i because mm-hmm. i mean there's a lot of people who are in between but also like who's to know about what the afterlife really is because oh, we're not there we're alive so we don't mm-hmm. have the expertise on it so if someone's like 
super sensitive to something i actually fully believe that that's the thing that people who are like super sensitive to animals feelings and stuff like that like do i believe Mm -hmm. in cam psychic animal psychic on dallas no but i do believe that there are people who are like more in tune to things that go on around them than not because i'm not in tune to a lot of things so sure that's for someone else but okay this is off topic of jersey but so profits we talked about profit law on our last episode and tom and i were like wait do profits even exist they do in the black in church time. <laughs> he was so, not my so first I, I blinked zero eyes i was like mm-hmm. okay that's that's interesting you right, say that, while you were like, driving top past time. tokyo tony's strip club so i talked to our parents who are religious and i asked about I asked about like if they believe in prophets and essentially what is a prophet mm-hmm. because like we know prophets from like growing up Christian and reading the Bible and stuff like that. But essentially for people that don't know what my mom said, you can come for her if she's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was just saying that like it's someone who is closer to the universe than others. And so they're not like the level of saint, like in the Catholic church where you've been, you go through the whole shebang and get blessed. And I don't really know how that works, but they're like the closest, it's like a modern day prophet with a lowercase p. Yes. I mean, but she was like rarely, she was like rarely like in their religion, do people call themselves prophets? Not yeah. <laughs> Again, I did not blink it out. I've grown up around a couple of them because interesting. there's always oh, the saying of like many are called and few are chosen. So what we would mm-hmm. do to kind of decipher that is that many are called. So we have a lot of pastors like we are very big and we are the, the black church and Christianity as a whole is so centric into our culture that like even if you don't go to church, it's so in grained in your life and your upbringing that certain things mm-hmm. you do that we all do just come from that but the, the chosen are those who tell us that they are like special line hotline red bat phone to god and they get people to believe them that is basically what happens i was actually shocked that he is so young because most of the prophets that i know growing up like from other mega churches around me because i come from an area of a lot of mega churches because i come from a very black area in uh mm-hmm. in maryland so it's the largest black county in the in the country so there's a whole bunch of mega churches, and twenty five thousand people or more and so i know a couple of prophets um and they are usually older so when i saw prophet lot being young and cute i said you got people to believe you at this age that is great <laughs> with, this you. Gu- with this gucci on right <laughs> but also yeah. atlanta <laughs> yeah. right sure you got sure, people sure. like marlo who are very impressed by that so i was like oh okay but now i understand why drew is very disappointed that he cannot bless the baby because just uh, referencing her mom is a pastor so she would be the called but prophet lot is the chosen Mm, interesting. Well, thank you for your insight. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, yeah, mama do it. Like, also the baby is well, four. And that's interesting yeah. because something I saw in the episode that confused me almost more than the prophet stuff was how unfazed people were by someone calling themselves prophet yeah. lot. So I was like, oh, this has to be something I don't know anything about. Yeah, it's because and it was. it's Atlanta. <laughs> and so they are also not that phased by the cinch because i mean you will 
you could if you talk to any person of color but definitely a black person especially in a city like atlanta or the dmv or something like that you could be like hi what's your name and then you'd be like and they will tell you and they'll be like okay so what church do you go to and they'll have an answer like <laughs> it's more when they don't you're like so what do you do like <laughs> Are you looking for a church? I, yeah, <laughs> like where is your church home? Like, cause like, and how to? Cause yeah. the first thing is you go like, how does your mom and dad feel about that? Like, how does your grandmother feel about that? And I'm like, well, when I'm at my grandmother's yeah. house, we go to church, and I'm like, oh, okay, well that makes sense because give me a black granny that doesn't go to church, like there isn't one, girl, <laughs> like we're all going. So absolutely, and you know what, Taria from what else is going on podcast actually said something in relation to like Prophet Lot in Jersey. She was like. She doesn't blink her eye at all at the prophet thing, but she was like, it's crazy that people will believe in a medium like the psychic on Jersey before they'll understand that there's a prophet. Like the dead is one mm-hmm. thing, but people believe in God now. And I'm like, well, I mean, listen, I don't know if I feel that way. I just was like, that's a very interesting take that no one has ever blinked their eye at the psychics and mediums that come on Bravo. There are so many. Mm-hmm. We have, which one do you love most? We can literally line them all up and rank them. Yeah, there's, there's one every season. Of every yeah. city, okay? I mean, Alison right. Dubois takes the cake still. To she she does, but I will say I, I do love the woman that Kyle uses. And like, remember when they did that oh, one yeah. sit down where Erica was like, I once was a child in the bottom of a boat. Like and she like that was great. Was like she was like a dead child at the bottom of boat reborn. I really yeah. loved the psychic who wasn't even doing really psychic reading. Salt Lake City. Sad Salt Lake City. She was like a full character. Yeah, and a therapist. She was out here like yeah. So who? Yeah. Let's create some division. Let's let's break it down here. And <laughs> she's, and so again, it's like you really don't need much to kind of make it onto the Bravo sphere. You just kind of like need a, a LinkedIn or maybe an IMDb, <laughs> and you're in. And mm-hmm. if Teresa's booking it, oh please. I could call myself a psychic today and be on Jersey tomorrow if I'm going through Teresa. <laughs> I'm sure Teresa asked zero questions. The girl was probably like, yeah. your parents love you even though they're dead and they wish you never went to prison. <laughs> Isn't she amazing? <laughs> She's so like, good. This guy's so good. <laughs> Wait, can we talk? Okay, so I thought everyone was so like in uproar about the fact that Dolores was so unfazed by the reaction about David, but crying about the dog. (laughs) Now, okay, here's the thing for me. I was like, this is what I would do. Mm. Like if, like if they talk to me about like, like I'm literally looking at a picture right now of our childhood dog. Like that is a pit, like a painting of my that childhood I dog. Drew. That I drew. Yeah. I drew and gave Tom for Christmas like, like five I, years ago. And I, the dog we lost when we like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the, so, so my childhood dog, like I was so attached to him and like, I like still could cry if we like go further f- far enough into this conversation about it. But like, <laughs> like I, but then if someone was saying to me, like, I don't know what your future looks like. It's like, I'm going to believe the stuff about this, like name you pulled out of nowhere over whether you think I'm going to be with my boyfriend or not in the future. Like I understood why she didn't really like f- flinch at what the psychic said about David, because in the end, like, she's trying to tell the future and who knows, but then right. her to bring up the dog's name. It's like, that would really wreck me. So I, yeah. I kind of, I like totally get her point of view. Yeah, on I, it. Do too. I don't, I didn't think it was so weird, but everyone was in su- such like 
shock by it. What, do you, what did were, you think, Moni? They were kind of coming from the idea. Like, I 100% agree with you. I think if anything, Dolores was like, yeah, you could watch the show and see that. I'm not impressed yet. But the dog is not something that she necessarily talks about on the show. And we mm-hmm. don't really see her cry or be emotional. So her knowing about David not fulfilling her, that's reunion last year. whoop de doo But this year with yeah. the dog right. and talking about that, that's like, whoa, you actually have struck a nerve that I really didn't think that like was going to hit or that I was prepared for. And it's the the shock factor that really gets you. And even if it's vague, it's like the, oh my God, went there. But I think right. they were all kind of shocked because they were like, girl, we just had this conversation with you the other day. And you were like basically defending you and David's relationship and your house, but you don't live there. You only use his house as your wardrobe. Everyone's lived there but you. You didn't get the ring you wanted. So if the psychic's telling you it's a dead end, why do you not, and you're and you're not caring? Let's wrap it up, move on. Yeah. Like, I was more so to me, like I could feel myself as a friend being like, so if you don't care about this man, and you care more about a dog, why don't you leave this man? Cause I bet you has she said, Frank will never, like there's an end to you and Frank's friendship. I bet you Dolores would have been in tears. Like absolutely Okay, that's tears. a really good point, Moni. I completely agree. If she cares about Frank, she mind. does not care about David. If she cares yeah. about Frank and the dog. I get it. I mean, I care about Frank. Yes, and I care about dogs. It's, it's, okay, but I get it. the one thing we've learned more this season about David is that he knows how to throw down in the bedroom. And, and I think, I think okay, but Say, but in a, in an ideal situation, say he's amazing in the bedroom, and that's literally what she uses him for. She has her emotional relationship with Frank. Like, she is emotionally in love with Frank. She's yeah. emotionally in love with the family, with Frank, and mm-hmm. she needs someone to fulfill herself sexually and to be there every once in a while for, like, a dinner, mm-hmm. and that's David. I, I mean, essentially, I don't think it's Frank I don't think it's that are- shocking of a relationship. No, essentially her and Frank are in an open relationship. Yes, they don't have (laughs) sex, but they are. And I actually find that hard to believe that all this time they haven't because I just think that she knows what it is with Frank and she knows that basically he hurt her so much to her core by cheating on her with a woman he met at a strip club when she was pregnant. Like that was really hard for her. And then he embarrassed her not even too many years ago when she found out on national television that he did get disbarred. And she was like, oh my God, so you really are out here like not trying to make sure that I look good. And that's really like, you won't tell me things. I cannot trust you. And he knows he's not, he's never gonna be able to be the trustworthy person to Dolores that Mm -hmm. she deserves. And she can't really find that many men other than David that will accept this relationship. Like right. many yeah, other men would be like, this point. isn't it, girl. I don't want to be third wheeling y'all. But David gets it. Right. He yeah. doesn't care. So, because he's never around. So she lets it go. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, I think that Frank is her soulmate, but she is getting dick from other people. Oh, yeah. Right. And she wants to get dick from other I people. I think they'll end up <laughs> together in the, le- in the next 20 years, like towards the, retirement years when he's like not mm-hmm. fulfilled because he's had so many like little flings and girlfriends and he's done it all and now I think he just feels a little embarrassed like it hasn't worked and he threw so much away for it I think that she will be in a forgive a much more forgiving place she'll be tired with dead end shit and he'll be like you know I, I've never not loved you he loves mm-hmm. the shit out of that woman I mean he built her boyfriend a house that is some I love you so much I will let you go <laughs> type of thing so I think they give it 15, 20 years, they will absolutely be in the old folks home together. 
Okay. Wait. So one thing though that I believe we talked about on this podcast with, I believe it was with Nor of Reality Is podcast. Um, mm-hmm. She, I think it was Nor who said it because she's she lives in Jersey, and she knows someone who knows Frank and Dolores pretty well, mm-hmm. and supposedly Frank. Bravo was when Bravo met Frank, they were like, Frank is TV gold. And they were like, we would love for you to bring Frank around more. And through bringing Frank around more, Dolores's relationship with Frank, um, Dolores has ended up spending more time with Frank than she did before being on the show. So that like the, so what we're seeing is almost a newfound partnership with Frank and Dolores because of the show. Because I think Bravo was like, you guys have something really like watchable, like do more of Mm -hmm. this. I like it. But I think my, what I'm to remember from, I can't, once again, I can't remember who said it or what episode it was, but they were talking about how pre the show, they had a great relationship, but they didn't spend time with each other. They didn't go away together. They didn't do any of the things that we see on the show. And the show has kind of started to bring them kind of back together. And so I think that a lot of these things wouldn't have happened if the show wasn't there. And it, it keeps her full time, which is, is also very true. Like, Having a man mm-hmm. on the show that the public loves keeps you full time. Cough, cough, Melissa. Nobody cares right, about your fake storylines. What they care about is Joey Gorga making outlandish claims that your ex husband <laughs> killed my mother. Like, <laughs> put my mother in a grave. I'm like, well, that's a stretch. Yeah. But like, they love the lovable misogynist of him. But I'm telling you, if they could find a way to make Joey full time for Teresa, I'm pretty sure Melissa would probably be, would be demoted. So it keeps yeah. when you have a good solid like golden husband or golden male person because they do pay the men also it's the partnership they'll keep we we love frank we love how dolores can trust frank we love watching frank be a listening ear to this woman and be the only person that she tells anything to while holding a very tiny water bottle and little things versus big frank and we love it I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love the little like, apple teenies. He's yeah. so I love him with his apple teenies. Like I just like, so I think Frank is my favorite New Jersey cast person. Same. I agree. Frank has got such a sweet tooth. He's so cute. It'll go by the dozens. You look good. Let me get another one. Like this big man yeah. and a martini glass. It's so funny. It's a shot oh. for him. Yeah, no, it truly is. I think Dolores looked her best this episode. Okay, oh, she's gorgeous. She she's killing un- it right now. She's so beautiful. She is killing it. There are a few people on Bravo just simply because Glam has been like very limitedly available to them these seasons mm-hmm. that have absolutely killed it for me. And it is a couple of people on Atlanta, mainly just Marlo and Candy. And then Dolores mm-hmm. has killed it for me. And I'd say the Summer House girls are doing well. I think that like, their Derby episode this week, I was like, okay, these are cute outfits. Better than their reunion yeah. looks. I don't know. Oh my God. Those re- okay, well, so this is a great, can we transition? This is a great transition to Summer House that Monty just kind of set up for us right there. So <laughs> they like filmed she has her this, own podcast. It's as if she knows that she's dang. never done this before. <laughs> <laughs> Monty's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to bring up Summer House for you. <laughs> no, I can stay here all night. I don't want you to be like, okay, so you got to go bite. And I'm like, oh. No. Fun. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding like with you. <laughs> no, so. So Summer House filmed the reunion this week and the reunion looks came out. And first of all, who, A, who cares? Like, I'm never looking for this. I'm never looking for the Summer House reunion looks. Like I don't have like a, a Google Cal reminder to like double check for the Summer really House fun. reunion looks. What was the theme? They, was there a theme? 
I think it was just Colors. summer. Yeah. <laughs> summer. I think it was like Hamptons wear. Like well, it probably, oh, girl. If I had to okay. guess, it would have been like Hamptons. Okay, but so Sierra, I no thought, one, swept okay. it. No? Say it again. It was okay. Oh, I said I thought Sierra swept it. I thought she oh, looked Oh, Sierra the best. was the Same. only one to me that actually looked Her presentable. Shoes? I thought everybody Same. else looked like nothing. And Sierra looked they like... All, I think the rest looked like brunch. Moni, yeah. I don't know if it was you who said this on Instagram, but like, I think Amanda's look, she like risked it risked it mm -hmm. and i think it turned out okay it's not ugly just like all of them not ugly but not great yeah it okay. just was not great no not great but amanda's look is the go back and watch or just find on instagram so uh um heather gay on salt lake city her interview looks she wears this this sheer patterned turtleneck with like pocket with um with thumb yeah. holes mm -hmm. It's the same brand. It's because it, it's it literally from the waist up is Heather Gay's look. I think it's like a jumpsuit of the same shirt. Like I think I think there's a jumpsuit version of it. It's, it's I think it's literally the brand that she wears because Heather Gay loves that like I, that thumbhole turtleneck look. Yeah, I was disappointed in Paige because I think her Paige's interview looks are amazing. I mean, her whole thing is being like a style influencer blogger girl yeah. and right. i thought it was she, her name it probably her name card is like consultant it looked wait what does it say her name card is like style consultant or something i'm like well she so needs to consult somebody herself i think that i mean listen <laughs> even therapists see therapists professionals seek other <laughs> professionals in their field and i think that for this moment, <laughs> that would have been very helpful. It probably looked adorable, like on the model, and it just didn't translate. This is why I really feel like reunion looks. People need to be fitted for multiple times, and and definitely mm -hmm. make sure also, that it works for them because this happened on Atlanta too. What looks good in your head doesn't look good translated, and if it doesn't look good sitting doesn't or standing, don't do it. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say is it just because it's like a cute mini dress sitting for six hours in a mini dress sounds like fucking hell. Yeah. Like having to make sure your crotch isn't out yeah. the whole time, essentially. Didn't love it. Yes. Well, so the weird twist, uh, like an exception to this role. I remember when the Potomac reunion looks came out and Candace was wearing that bow look and everyone was like, it's so ugly. But then actually the when she was seated, I thought Candace looked really pretty, like in the bow yes. look from this mm -hmm. past reunion. So I thought that was kind of like a, a reverse on that. And I will say, I actually thought in the the sleepiest reunion trailer of all time for this current um, Atlanta reunion that was about to happen, <laughs> I thought that I thought that Candy actually looked good seated. Yeah, no? she looked better seated when Watch What Happens Live showed the picture of her like mistress look. It looked fine seated from the angle they gave, but the angle they posted, it didn't. So some there was Awful. a miscommunication yeah. between the <laughs> PR staff, the public relations and social media content creating staff and the producers of Watch What Happens Live. And I just need us all to get on one accord. What pictures are we yeah, posting? The one that they posted of Marlo yeah, no, too I, was bullshit. Yes. Yeah, I know. They, yeah. Why do they do it that to her? It was not okay. I was upset, appalled. When she was sitting, it was not okay. Like, how you look stuffed and naked? Well, they also <laughs> have her, she's like... <laughs> she really is, has no clothes And she's not yeah. anybody's she, thick. She is 
fit, tone, no. cute girl. And she yeah. was stuffed sitting down. And I was like, this is. No, but she was, but, and she was like leaning over. This like, avoidable look, like No one's going to look good like that. Yeah. Okay. I also think, so out of everyone for summer, going back to summer house reunions looks, I think Luke's is the best. I thought that because the boys it's the most didn't put together. I, I I thought the boys actually looked pretty good. I thought that Carl looked the most tailored, so I was like, "That's good for him." Um, I like it when a man actually wears clothes that fit them. That's really great. Yeah. Um, for someone out there who really wants that. Um, and then <laughs> I thought that Lindsay looked amazing in her jumpsuit, but everything to me just felt basic. So I was like, "What is the reunion yeah. look?" And I really so, didn't stop treating yeah, the summer like house like it's the step of like, ugly redheaded stepchild i need them to stop treating it like that i need you to give right it it's to better me. than vanderpump Thank rules you. like let's people let people really yeah. watch this right. season Wait. okay so luke's luke reminds me and i know a couple people like this like in the theater world like so in the theater world here in new york sometimes people like broadway actors that i'm friends with will hire stylists to style their like opening night looks mm -hmm. and i'm not talking about bradley who has been on this podcast before he has a wonderful stylist that he uses and he always looks great but I know some people that use stylists <laughs> to like go on red carpets here in the city. Mm -hmm. And there's, they're like, they're men who don't know how to wear like, like fancy, like, like hot, not, that's not, not higher end, but like more fashion forward clothes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Luke, for instance, I think, I think on paper it's all really good, but I just don't think he's someone that would ever wear that. I think he hired someone to like pull things for him and they pulled this really cool, like double breasted suit that like, I think maybe I could rock cause I'm, I'm like a very comfortable gay person, but like, <laughs> I think it just looks like it doesn't work on him. Like the person but he hired to dress him doesn't really understand his aesthetic. Like he right. needed something a little yeah. more like earthy and like like mountain man chic you know like I mean, that looks like FaceTime he's wearing dad's clothes last reunion from the mountains like wasn't he like fully yeah. in a cabin like that is yeah. what he was he <laughs> but carl is like he gives me fashion carl likes uh, like a little a little tailor he likes a, a something bright he likes a, he, he loves a little wrist. white pants yeah i mean he likes a yeah. little paisley like i really enjoy carl's look i'm just that, happy, he's he, happy he puts that big old booty in those white <laughs> pants and i'm okay with it <laughs> love it but so let's talk the episode because sure. we are talking we're just jumping ahead because <laughs> we're okay. over it i assume yeah. no no no, no. we here. can talk the episode i mean the, the, i feel like the big moment of the episode is just like the continued des hannah conversation i feel like that's yeah. really all we need to talk about i like their looks i mean the the reactions of the cast they just were really over it all and i really appreciated their faces of being like woo, like <laughs> catching it all so i feel right so i feel and if, I'm sure the two of you know people like this where someone is dating someone new and they like go off on the PDA almost as a way to like show that they're happy when you're like, you don't have to show us that like you are mm -hmm. happy. Like just show us how great your relationship is via conversations mm -hmm. and like via the person's personality. But I don't think you need to like, like show everyone by just sucking his face off the whole time. Like it feels like, it feels like overcompensation for like insecurity the way they're just both just like so obsessed with yep. just like making out constantly. It's, it's, it's a lot. What, what, what are y'all's thoughts? You know what it is? You ever been at the movies like as an adult and you see like that group of teenagers who like, this is their outing and you remember those, those days they're like, <laughs> yes. Oh, they're cute. And there's mm -hmm. like one or two of them who are like dating each other and 
everyone else is there really because parents were like, only if you go in a group setting, you cannot go one-on-one. Right, absolutely. So because this is their only time together by themselves without parents, they're in the line to get popcorn and ices, like making out. And it makes you so With full penetration. That is Des yes. and Hannah. Yeah. That is an incredible example because you're totally right. It's exactly yes, that. I've been They're in like, a movie there like, I don't know, can I look at this? I think this is like child porn. I need to look away. And that's what it feels like. Don't you like. feel like there's that couple at like Six Flags too? Like I was yes. like amusement park culture is something too. Like like high school kids that get to go to an amusement park because you're trapped there for like six hours. Yep. So like you could really like get a hand job somewhere. This, if you and to that's why they the do it. That's why they cups. go yeah. as a group. Cause the parents are like, you can't go unless either a parent chaperones or it's a group of you. So it'd be like eight kids all running through there, you know, going to see a PG 13 movie. And they're only really it's to make sure like they have a beard for two of their friends so that they can have a good like, time and have a good day. Yeah. Amusement parks are also the same place and that's where they can kind of actually do the things like whatever it is that Joe, Joey uh, Gorga is very nervous that his daughter is doing with her boyfriend. And yeah, like holding grade. hands. Yes. Like it's the people that are like, we must hold hands. So people know. Yes. Like the whole and time. Everyone else is like running around, but they're like holding hands to do nothing. Like to do like right. No, right. absolutely nothing. Yeah, I think that I I honestly am team them. I hope that they like work out. I find them a great match. She's I really already do. venue hunting. But this relationship yeah. is oh, yeah. She's been posting very quickly. Right. But I, I and, and I don't want to judge her for like dating him while still I appreciate her. Let me restart. I appreciate her saying in her interviews like, yeah, I put Des on the back burner to figure out if Luke would work out. Like, yeah, I'm glad that she said that because that's clearly what happened. And it's clearly everything's like going great. But I do think that there's a weird dynamic because he is so much older than them. Well, not even that much older than Kyle, actually. Kyle's, like, turned 38. <laughs> so, like, in hindsight, they're not that much different in age. So I guess I take that back. <laughs> but, you know, I but get it because like Hannah is very not that. She's not 38. Yeah. She's not even in her 30s right, so, yet. Right, so the next step of this... I don't think Des is a good fit for the summer house. And what, no. but then what do we do? You know, yeah, what do we yeah. do? Because I, at the rate she's going, she will likely have her wedding probably next fall. And because mm. it takes about one full year to plan a wedding. I think she will want to do it next fall because she will film this summer. And I think that if she films this summer without him, I don't know if they're going to get married next fall, but because this well, is not going to be sustainable. What is going on now in the summer house between them two, no one's going to put up with that shit a second year in a row. Right. And he does live in Hampton, the Hamptons. So, well, they both actually live in the Hamptons now. But so I wonder if like they'll film kind of how, what was his name? Not Ethan. Lindsay's boyfriend oh yes 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 oh where he was like in and he was like in and out the whole season I think that it might be something like that because that man is not staying no and I don't think he can he first of all doesn't drink he has like a job like he's a very successful comedian in the UK I've had plenty of UK followers I'd say at least 12 be like so she doesn't deserve him he is a legend here. We love. Oh my like, god! Like he wow. is a big deal. He's very talented and, and actually 
quite successful and sustainable in the financials. So she looked up. Good luck keeping them, girl. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's great to know. It's okay, <laughs> great information. So they're just like, who is this girl? Because to them, he is famous. And I don't think he's a clout chaser because to me, Hannah is not a thing. Like, that's not a thing. Summer House no, is and that's no. why genuinely, good, but that's it's why genuinely yet. They're good together because she's like sure verified on Instagram and what and probably has some sponsors and whatever, whatever that means for her. But yeah, she's not like big time famous. And definitely not on Bravo. She is nobody's no. name redacted. Like that. No. <laughs> No, she no, 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 not at all. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm curious to see what happens. I, I'm not sure. Um, anything else about Summer House? I feel like that's like really kind of it. You know, we talked about the drama, so- which is that. I mean, I mean, I, I, I guess we should talk about like this fight at the end because I feel like I've had this conversation with people before, mm-hmm. where someone's like you didn't talk to my boyfriend and it's like well when were we supposed to talk to your boyfriend like you didn't let us be around him at all and like i i i don't know i i just feel like that fight was very relatable i've been in that fight Mm -hmm. before not on the hannah side on the other side of Mm it um what did y'all think about that i agree because i think that if there's a different situation it's a different situation if like you're in manhattan and you haven't you like don't bring your significant other around for drinks because you're just not there yet or you, like whatever. Right. But it's a different situation when they're like staying at the mm-hmm. house, spending right. the weekend with you and you're actively not. If it was important to you, yeah. why did you not let him go have time with them? Like if it was, if it was so important to Hannah that everyone paid attention to him, why did you keep him to yourself? Didn't the whole they time? ask mm-hmm. them if they wanted to play doubles, and she said no. Like she mocked it. She was like, oh, "No, maybe another day." <laughs> I'm like, so do you? I mean, they tried to include him. Like, what do you want? Like, you can't have it both ways. Right. So also, yeah, don't tell me what I need to do. You brought him here for you. He is servicing you. That don't have anything to do with me. I'm not, I don't have to love your boyfriend because I love you. I don't have to love your partner because I love you. You and him are two individual people. And I really hate when people get into relationships and they lose themselves in the identity of that other person. Like they have zero separation of like, because as soon as they get them, they're like, oh, you and I, all of our best friends, like you're, you're, we're now all best friends. Like I have to bring them to every single thing that I do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a surefire way to actually get me to hate them. Thanks. Like you spread it along. Cause I didn't get to know them myself. I don't want to. Don't tell yeah. me what I need to do. It's like, I get her excitement, but she feels like one of those people. I think, um, oh, uh, oh no, Bravo just said this on her live like she's a girl's girl until she's in a relationship and then she's MIA. I know about 20 of those. And then all of a sudden, like, why don't you love him? Why don't you love him? Don't you love me? Don't you want me to be happy? I've been miserable this whole time and now I'm finally happy. And you're not happy for me. It's like, that's actually, we just wanted to go to happy hour without him. That's all. We was hoping you would come out for a drink. Yeah. I, I, and I know people that I enjoy more when they're not in a relationship. (laughs) And it's probably one of those people. Because she's not very enjoyable yeah. to me right now in one. It's. I think it's interesting because she is wants people to like him so badly, but isn't bringing him, isn't allowing them. And that's what y'all are yep. saying. It's yeah. just that. She's like, well, uh, why are you, first of all, why the 
fuck are you asking Luke if what he thinks about him? Of course Luke is in his feelings because y'all had a situationship and now you don't. You have a new It also just feels like Luke is going to feel weird about that. Within herself because we watched her prance around crying about Luke for very many, too many episodes for someone that had a Seasons. so many, uh, such a great <laughs> guy in her back pocket. And I'm like, so then why are you, were you crying? But it's, it, it does make sense to be moving on. Like, okay, so this person is great. It's great. It's great. It's great. But then to flaunt that in front of everyone, like they didn't just have to sit through your tears four weeks ago. Right. They're like, right. so which is it, girl? Are we consoling you because Luke won't give you, like, he won't validate you the way you feel like you deserve to be validated? Or are we welcoming this new man because you finally have moved on? This is the quickest turnaround. Like, what if he did validate mm-hmm. you three weeks ago? Would Des still be coming? Like, what What are we yeah. doing? Yeah, no, I, I yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Well, I'm excited to see the next episode. I'm I think the season has been so good. Where does it rank for you so, what you watch weekly right now? Oh, um, like in all the Bravo shows? I yeah, watch? of all the ones that, you know, we cover and we chat about. Like, where is yeah. it ranking? I've so all my Bravo shows, ones. my Zeus shows, my... You're now Zeus. <laughs> I think that it's probably... I, I'm really having fun with Jersey. And so I think it's like on par to me. I get excited for Jersey and Summer House. Atlanta, I just watch like in the background while I'm like playing video games <laughs> my phone <laughs> thanks for paying attention for the recaps kicks yeah uh, we love it when you do the research you know journalism so much research mm-hmm. um okay so i uh, let's see what am i watching so i'm watching married to medicine oh Atlanta. i am watching married to medicine that has oh, been fire to me yes. since episode one has, isn't it so season. easy to watch and oh, so yeah. much it's so much fun so Toya, much. they had a fight the very first episode that was great because one of the people are so drunk you can't fight with them and i really love that and they storm off but like go nowhere because it's COVID and it's yeah. really fun like i really love that oh, i'm loving it yes i i agree so let's see i'm i'm loving i'm this is like very not in the same realm of this, but I'm really loving the season of Top Chef. Yeah, everybody um, keeps saying that. I finally have joined it oh, because so uh, Sarah Galley told me that I needed to, and she broke it down to me in voice memos. Why? And it, it stuck, <laughs> and I'm I like it. I just is this the first? This season is the first time watching? I've ever seen it, but I've seen oh. very many like chef competition shows. Like I love Gordon okay. Ramsay, so anything he does, I've watched at nauseum. So I'm like, okay, what's the difference between this and like chop? Like, but I do. No, it's so. I like it. It's so good. The old seasons of it too. The <laughs> Ralph's trying to say hi. <laughs> the old seasons of it too are um, amazing. Like, it's yeah. all seasons are pretty. Like, it's worth going back to watch pretty much all. Of okay, them. I've heard. I've heard that. I've, I've also heard like just watch All Stars and like get caught up on who you're supposed to like right away. All Stars is really yeah, good. All-Stars also, the season with the Voltaggio brothers is the best mm-hmm. season. It's uh, Top Chef Las Vegas. I need people Vegas, to yeah. get me to like Padma. I feel like I don't Ooh. like her on this show. Like I liked her. I watched Ooh. her show on Hulu. Like her um, Hulu oh show. show. And I was Hulu like, oh, amazing. so she's qualified. Yeah. But somehow on Top Chef, I'm like, you don't seem qualified. And I know you're qualified. Because like everyone yeah. else is like the notes and it's sour and that coffee, the acidity. She's like, nice job. Next. And I'm like, so when do we get... What? Give me the the taste so buds. What is she thinking? She has, she has a different vibe than most like hosts of like competition yeah. realities, and I think it's because she, like, she's very she's a very relaxed vibe, and it, I mean, so was Tim Gunn, but he got in there. 
No, not really though. Like if you watch the show like forever, you just love her and you get used to the vibe of it and you you love it. But I get how initially you're like, Padma, wake up. Like, yeah, what do you have I mean, to I say? think she's one of the most like, stunning I, I, I do people I've that. ever seen in my life. So I was very excited to watch her because I'm just like, wow, you are very, very gorgeous. Yeah. But like, it's, maybe it's because like currently all like so far all the other judges are the chefs like from previous seasons like they're really getting right. in there with their critiques and they're giving me like there was the challenge of like the the diner like the short order cooks which i was like yes let us love please that challenge pay our respects to short order cooks because they are the true unsung heroes of america they have Agreed, a waffle out completely. there in four minutes and yes. it's always fluffy every time and i'm like but i want padma to give me i'm like why don't you lead the ship like drive the boat i want you to yeah. give them a really complicated order but everybody else is and she's just like so where is your food did it make it to the plate i'm like okay i get it she has to like Con, like direct and like be the mediator mm-hmm. but i also watched her go around the world having a real palate and i want that <laughs> i want her to be like i am a superior tongue Stay with it. she'll she'll get there she'll get there with the feedback but i'm also coming from a housewife I, background where i like it when people true. assert themselves right 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 no top chef is amazing it's one of like my favorite and started reality like that and America's Next Top Model. Were oh my god, I'm obsessed. I watched it. I watched it. all of them multiple times. I watched Wait, all but of are them. are you guys as obsessed as I am with Kwame on Top of Chef? Course. Like the Judd, like he is, he's like a style icon. Yeah, like yeah. his clothes. I'm like, what are you wearing, and how can I wear it? Yeah. Like, and I don't know if you saw if you follow Kwame on Instagram, but he posted this video of an upcoming look he wears, and he's wearing this like, he's. He has a do-rag on, his glasses, and he's wearing this, like, super elegant, like, um, like embroidered, yes. like, brocade floor-length coat. I see it. And it's, it is insane. Go to his Instagram. Because I'm obsessed with him. Taste. I have a huge crush on him. Literally and I have the biggest crush on him. He has great yeah. taste. <laughs> like, I love it. Um, I've loved the things yeah, no, that they've great. created. I will say it does bring me to, like, the edge of my seat. Like, how will you make coffee and beer work, girl? Like, I don't. I am nauseous <laughs> at the thought of this. And like, you're out here just going, it's fine. We got it. It's ribs and watermelon. I'm like, is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I'm very excited. I would be it. awful. I can cook, but like, I would never be able to abide by the challenge rules and stuff. I just wouldn't know what to oh, do. I, could. Like, I, I feel yeah. like I could make it at least two episodes. Like, I really love to oh, cook. Work. I, it is my favorite thing. I treat That's amazing, seasonings Bonnie. like I'm like actually you need to season this particular food with this particular seasoning because that is a grazing animal and they need to be reconnected with the food that they naturally eat. So you have to give it. Okay, so Moni, when when are you having us over for dinner? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what I'm having for dinner tonight? <laughs> this is gonna sound ridiculous. It is a roasted lamb patai. What is oh, that? Oh, like patai. It's like a, a Thai yeah. dish. It's flat rice noodles. Patai is probably my favorite. Oh, thing oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Doing, oh, like pad thai. Yeah, pad thai. But I'm doing it with okay. roasted lamb and um, sauteed kale and like a nice teriyaki cashew seasoning sauce that wow. I made. And I have my lamb marinating for two days. Okay, what? <laughs> Fiance just doesn't speak. She just eats and she's like, mm-hmm. Just tap the plate and nods. 
that is exactly <laughs> how that works. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Well, oh Moni, thank you again so much for coming on and chat all all of these things today. We we covered barely what we were supposed to <laughs> and things that I never thought we would. I love that for us. That is what happens. When I you do get too. Into- you really <laughs> are, of course. Yeah, you really bring us so much joy. I hope you know that oh and hold God, that with you because so we we much. we love you. Bonnie. I appreciate it. I really had a great time. Of course. And before we let you go, can you just uh, plug your Patreon, your podcast, all that stuff? Yeah, you can uh, find me at patreon.com slash mixing with Monty, where I'm actually going to have to have you guys come back on. And we're going to I'm doing first season, first episode of every franchise of Housewives. Fun. Just reviewing that's so it. Fun. We're going to oh, so gonna cold watch and then get on it and be like, so what's going on here? And like compare it to how we see the same franchises now and everything like I that. I love that so No other much. investigation, no other follow-up, just one episode of every single season, of every single franchise, what's going on. And then um, I also do Hot Topics over there and other things. And then of course, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Mixing with Monnie, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. Yes. And follow me at the Tom Hamlet. And you can follow Kicks at Kicks Hamlet. That's spelled C-I-X. Yes. And then follow the podcast at Dumpster Dive Pod. And then once again, we have a Patreon as well where we are diving into people's origins of reality television. Uh, we just recorded an episode with our parents. Uh, we made them watch the first episode of Flavor of Love. Oh, that, that is on amazing. Wednesday. <laughs> and they dressed up like Flavor Flav. They hung clocks from their necks and wore sunglasses. That they so took funny. off the wall in the oh living room. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we will be posting that episode on the main feed on Wednesday. So everyone can listen to that. And then after that, it'll all be on Patreon. So subscribe to that. And um, have a great night, everyone. Oh, my everyone. God. Can I give a pro tip really quick? Yeah, go, go, go. If you want to also get yourself out there and get yourself engaged and or, like, you don't know, save your marriage. I don't know what you want to do. Um, and if you are a fan of a, of Chipotle's salad dressing, yes, Chipotle the franchise, their salad dressing, next time you go get two, freeze one. And if you freeze one or take it out or leave it in your refrigerator, put it on your chicken or your salmon before you put it into the oven. I make my salmon, I poke holes in it with a fork. I sprinkle this salad dressing, only half of it on top. And then a couple of other spices, you put that little baby in the oven, 350, 22 minutes on the dot, you will have your life changed and you will change someone else's. So if you're interested in changing people's lives, do it. It's a it's a honey chipotle vinaigrette. So really it's just, it's healthy oils, It's, it's olive oil, vinegar things that you would normally put on chicken and fish anyway and a bunch of seasonings adobo salt pepper basil chipotle like it's great do it live your like live your money you're a true icon you're top chef okay you have to watch i mean top i don't chef, feel like i'm qualified because- i'm over here telling padma she's not qualified <laughs> i am certainly not these people are like okay so i actually work in a michelin star restaurant i'm like i haven't even gone to what and i cannot step forward <laughs> to this establishment so but i mean you know like you know the hood top chef version you can see me I would watch Hood Top Chef on Zeus tomorrow. Please okay? do. We know how to cook. So I think that we actually have it. Maybe on the Zeus network. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but well, on that note. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>